Hey detectives, welcome back to Star Notes, aka my diary where I examine my world for clues that lead to self-liberation. It's Lexi and it's been a little bit since we last talked. I had to skip last week's episode because I was moving, which leads me to the topic of today, which is saying goodbye. Whether it be with places, people, or situations, I find that there are similar approaches to saying goodbye to all of those things. So first off, I think that there is a morning uh, bittersweet phase, you know, ending chapters or phases for me at least is something that I used to struggle with a lot and an old part of my identity used to be tied to how much I loved to long for things, to pine for something that is out of reach, to be nostalgic, and that made saying goodbye to really anything uh, difficult because I was so focused on what happened that I wasn't allowing myself the grace to be excited about the future. But with this whole move from Hawaii back to the mainland, I found myself handling it with grace and maturity. And what helped me was to express deep gratitude for the island and also all of the lessons and experiences that it gave me. And the thing is, those things are intangible and it can be carried with me for the rest of my life. So in a way, it's not like I fully left because those profound truths or experiences are now inexplicably just part of me and part of my consciousness. And that's what you end up remembering the most. It's the feeling or the essence that that specific place or person or situation embodies. And from that, if you do some reflecting, you find the lesson. And I can't even explain properly with words how much I've learned in Hawaii, but I deeply feel all of it. And I've already integrated the awareness that I cultivated there into my life now in a new place. And that's part of the next step of you um, saying goodbye, right? Honoring the past place, person, situation by living the truth you learned from it and let that sink in because I think a lot of us have trouble with endings because we don't see ahead of it. We don't allow ourselves to think that it will enable us to experience something better. You know, think about all the relationships that you've had to let go of and how you're probably so much better off now and you learned lessons of self-worth and what kind of relationships and people you do want in your life. And I think when, you know, relationship ends or when you have to move to a different place or when you're letting go of an old part of yourself, it's because those things aren't going to support you in the way that you need moving forward. So another phase of saying goodbye is also allowing yourself to welcome in a new chapter. You know, it sounds a little cheesy, but really get excited about it. Uh, for example, for me moving back to the mainland, I was looking forward to just focusing on my full body and mental health. I'm personally really excited to get a physical therapist and get a food sensitivity test and in general just scheduling appointments with specialists so that my body can perform at an optimal healthy level. And I feel like my past and future self is looking at me and feeling really proud and also amused by how excited I am for these very mundane adulting activities. There's this recognition of growing up that's happening, and I truly believe that the most inspiring coming-of-age segment of our lives occur when your long-term goals are coming into fruition, and it's this time of deep maturity and excitement about longevity and career and peace and relationships, 
And overall, I just feel so whole and fulfilled right now. So um, moving on, I think that alongside the discomfort of saying goodbye, moving forward, there's also this feeling of expanding into yourself. And I think this is where the phrase, you know, growing pains um, is really perfect for this. You know, there's always just duality with every experience, right? So um, I also want to highlight probably the most important part of saying goodbye, which is surrendering to it. Obviously, context is important, um, but if you're in a situation where you have to part ways with anything and you know that there's just nothing you can do to stop it, it's just going to happen, just lay down your weapons. You know, we have this tendency to deny or resist change because it's either scary or unwanted, and I think that's just a human thing that we do. But if we resist too much, we are only creating and building a rockier path for ourselves when we inevitably do have to let go of whatever it is. And I think to save ourselves the trouble, we have to learn how to recognize when we need to loosen our grasp on something and truly accept that an ending has to come and just allowing ourselves to feel it fully and feel the weight of it. And I think that's another reason why we resist change because we want to stop ourselves from feeling that devastation that it may cause us. But you know, the delay ends up causing us more grief in the end. So sometimes you just gotta wave your white flag and accept the situation that you're in and just let it unfold. And after all that happens is when the envisioning for the future can happen. So uh, that's like my little, I guess, TED talk about how to say goodbye. And I will recap basically what I said. And I think the first thing is acceptance, like I just mentioned, letting yourself just feel everything, accept the place in your life that you're in, and accepting that this thing that's ending is just meant to end. And the second thing would be to recognize what it taught you you know, the lessons, the epiphanies, just having gratitude for what it brought into your life. Because I think that any place or person or relationship is always teaching us something. And either we learn that, you know, in the moment or in retrospect, but either way, there's something there for us to, you know, discover about ourselves. And then the third thing would be to look forward to um, a new path for yourself or even just allowing yourself to envision something better. I think that's just really important to just see that, you know, silver lining to things. And it's not to really discredit the pain that you may be feeling uh, with this thing ending, but it's just to show that there's something that's beyond it, right? It's not like this ending is just the end all be all. There's always going to be something that comes into your life. And so allowing that space for it to um, manifest is going to just, I think, allow us to have a more um, full circle awareness of uh, the events in our life. And then the fourth thing, the last thing would be to bring in that learned awareness um, from that experience into your new life. I hope that helps. And of course, you know, this is not a comprehensive list and there's always room for nuance, but I think it's a good little outline to keep in your back pocket whenever you are dealing with an ending of some sort. So now I want to create a little time capsule for my time in Hawaii uh, and I want to share that with you and just some of my memories and you know lessons that I've learned there. 
So what I'm carrying with me the most um, into my life here on the mainland is actually the morning routine that I cultivated in Hawaii during my last month. And I found just what works best for me and how I can welcome in the most peace in the morning. And I'm recognizing how important slowness is for me. I already knew that I move slow, but like in the morning especially, um, is when I need to carve out that time to be more meditative. And something that I like to do is sit with my peppermint tea and do a little check-in with myself. Ask how I'm feeling, you know, do a body scan to see if I need to pay attention to certain parts of my body. And I ask myself how I'm doing emotionally. And I just let my mind come up with the answers and just not force anything. Just whatever comes up, comes up, and I address it. And during this time too, it's important to note that I do not go on my phone. I don't check my phone until after breakfast. Um, and I think this is just what works best for me because I can easily just click on Instagram or Snapchat just by, you know, a reflex, honestly. And then I get into a little spiral. So it's really important for me to just not touch my phone and have that be a rule for myself. Um, but anyway, I think this like morning kind of meditative time really regulates my nervous system and it allows me to move forward with my day just with more intention. And this is also when I like to write down plans for my day. I like to put in some structure because it helps with my ADHD. I realize that if I don't have at least an outline of what I want to do, I will get nothing done. And not that I think I have to be doing something productive, but what I end up doing is just not eating enough meals and I just feel so scattered and my energy is just all over the place. So a little to-do list is great and it just allows me to focus on the things that matter to me. And um, the little journal that I have is divided into different sections. There's like a work and study section, a physical health section, and a personal goal section. So yeah, doing that little morning routine is the main takeaway for, um, for me during that time in Hawaii. And another thing that I learned is the importance of wandering. I generally like having control um, and just knowing where I'm going and when. But there are certain times where you take the wrong bus and you end up on the opposite side of town. And this is where wandering and full faith comes into play, especially when you're in a new place. You know, it's nice to just walk around and check out the different restaurants or shops without having a solid plan. Sometimes you stumble upon a place you wouldn't have otherwise found. And there were many moments that I was in Hawaii where I was just out and about and I didn't really feel like going home yet. So I just, you know, wandered. I walked around. I got to know the town a little bit better and I knew that I could find a bus station or get a lift if I needed to so that put my mind at ease and I was able to explore and let my intuition guide me. So those were the two kind of main lessons and now I want to talk about the culture in Hawaii and what I learned from that as a whole. Something that I deeply appreciate in Hawaii is how connected everyone is and how there's just this serene energy in Hawaii that we're all tapped into. And I definitely felt at home there because I feel like my personal values just are in line with the culture there. I like slow intentional living and I love just being out in nature and being um, really intentional about it and just taking care of the land and like sustainability is really important to me. So all of those things uh, together really just made me feel at home there. 
And also, it was just nice being surrounded by people who looked like me. This was the first time I was part of the majority somewhere, and I just felt like I belonged. So there's just that shared community and connection that I haven't found necessarily um, in the mainland. So being in Hawaii was an amazing kind of um, I don't know, place for my inner child, for me to feel like just safe and protected. So. I really love that about it and I will be going back one day and I am excited to visit all the restaurants and the small businesses that I frequented. It was just such a lovely time so that was amazing and I have nothing but love for that place. I believe that this is it for this episode. I know it was a little short, but I really think I got all my ideas out there um, as concisely as possible. So thank you for sharing your time with me, and I hope that you gained a new perspective on how to handle endings as they are inevitable parts of the human experience. So if you want to be the first to know when a new episode is released, be sure to give Star Notes a follow, and you can also follow my socials at Girl. that's V-I-E-T. T-A-L-Y girl and at star noted, which is the podcast Instagram uh, for more content and you will hear from me soon. But until then, I wish you all the wonder and adventure in the world. Keep investigating and I'll talk to you later. Bye.